0: Hello, everyone. This is Pastor Scott.
1: And this is Pastor Don from Good Samaritan Lutheran Church here in Las Vegas.
0: And you're listening to Good News from Good Sam,
1: our podcast. This is where we go deeper into our weekly message and give you some spiritual food for the week.
0: So we hope that you enjoyed listening today and always feel free to share it with some of your friends as well.
1: Absolutely. We just hope that our time together today will bless you and that will bring you a little bit closer to God and His love for you. Welcome, everyone, and welcome to a deeper Wednesday edition of Good News at Noon. We're so glad to have you guys with us, whether you're joining us on our podcast and all the different uh, areas. They can go to so many different podcasts, podcasts, Sites, platforms? platforms.
2: Clearly, you're accessing the podcast frequently.
1: <laughs> yeah, the, the talking, the talking thing that they do online. It's, welcome to that as well. We have a special guest with us today because she preached the sermon this past weekend. So, Miss Natalie Graham. Hello. Getting Yay. closer. I gotta okay. be able to see you. Um, so, we just want to make sure that uh, you guys. Know that really the best preacher here at Good Samaritan is That's Natalie. See. Everybody <laughs> seems to like her the best. Wow! So, it's because
0: they don't have to hear me all the time. So you know I'm what? Novel. It, it's
1: probably true. That <laughs> is probably true. We probably should need to get you to go preach at um, the lake sometime. Oh, maybe them have them have you hear yeah. you as well. The wall hasn't changed though, so this yeah. is a little bit awkward. I'm in the middle. I usually I like kind of being on the side. So I was going to say and and quick, you talk with your hands. I do. So. It's, it's a lot of. <laughs> I gotta watch out. Notice that when we do announcements and everything, it's like I have the same hand motions mm-hmm. over and over again. I'm just gonna do my next announcement with my. Well, at least you hand don't always say always that I you're like to... excited. So <laughs> so excited. So excited. excited. <laughs> well, you are always excited. That's the key. It's okay.
0: It's legitimate, but I feel like when you have two or three videos in a row, when I talk about. We're
1: so excited how you're we're so so excited. That's then. true. Very People true.
0: might start to wonder, but it, well, I am. I was so excited
1: <laughs> that you did this sermon because I oh, thought you did a good you. job. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank you. So let's ask the question. So when yeah. are you gonna go to seminary?
0: I um, I'm good. <laughs> I don't think I don't think that is in in my immediate future. Immediate future, uh-huh. yes. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: yeah. oh, All right. So Natalie, yes. talk to us a little bit about your message. Right, we are. This is the next to last week mm-hmm. for our sermon series, uh, Jesus the Trailblazer, mm-hmm. kind of blazing the trail, doing things a new way. And your theme was Jesus can be trusted. Correct? Yes, right.
0: yes. So um, I, I talked a little bit about this during the message. I've been really excited for this series because we get to continue after Easter, where I feel like usually we have Easter, and it's this big celebration, and then we right. just kind of quickly move on to Something a different else. subject, mm-hmm. but um, I think the story of Thomas is very important, because we we talk about it a lot in youth group, but I don't know how often we, we talk about questions and doubts with adults, right. um, but it's not like those things go away. It's, no. it's not like we you know, we turn 18 and suddenly we understand everything about our faith and we never question God and there's nothing hard and that's not the, that's not how it is. And so I think the story of Thomas is so important because we get to see somebody who was right there in the middle of it, who's questioning and doubting and has to, you know, asking for this proof that maybe we feel guilty for asking for sometimes. Um, and so I think it's good to talk about him so we can see that you know jesus isn't afraid of those things god god doesn't condemn us and get angry with us when we don't understand everything he invites so us into that conversation and, and wants us to bring those things to him so i love thomas for that
1: yeah because he's a not only that if you remember in john 14 um when jesus is trying to tell them you know uh don't don't be don't be worried Trust in god trust also in me because in my father's house there's plenty of room and you know where i'm going
0: is it Thomas that says, no, we don't?
1: Thomas says, Lord, <laughs> we don't know where you're going. Yes. You know, it's just like, no, I don't understand. Yeah. And then Jesus, you know, yeah. how can we know the way? And then Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. So this is not the only time that Thomas has a Thomas moment like yeah, he,
0: he Yeah, he's lovingly known as Doubting Thomas, poor yeah. guy. So.
1: And isn't um, it funny? Because we honestly think at a certain age, we're supposed to be all grown up and have all these answers. Mm-hmm. I was talking to a high schooler the other day. She's being raised by her grandparents And um, she was saying something about being old. And I asked her, I was like, so what do you think is old? And she's like a 16 or 17-year-old girl. And she was like 30. I was like, oh, (laughs) you're kidding me. (laughs) So in this 16 or 17-year-old's mind, by the time time you're 30, you're supposed to have it all figured out. And I think we would all agree (laughs) that definitely by 30, and uh, maybe even a little bit older than that, Mm -hmm. you don't have it all figured out.
2: Do we ever... I was going to say, I don't know out. if we ever get it figured out. I don't know. Out, let's see.
1: Who's the oldest person with us oh online? Oh, my find out. <laughs> let's just ask him. Are you, do you have it all figured out? If you're older, see, I'm, I'm the oldest at this table by far at 54. Um, wow. And so if anybody here is older than 54.
0: Please let us let, know.
1: Let us know if you've got it all figured out.
2: So and, you're saying you don't.
1: Oh, man. I'm just starting to get it figured out <laughs> Gosh, I wish I wouldn't have waited quite so long But uh, yeah, that's yeah, the truth Do you have it all figured out, Tom?
2: Absolutely not
1: I mean, you've no. got the most kids of any of us
2: No, I don't And actually, my son called me old this morning Because he knows I'm 35 And he was like, yeah, 35's old oh my If you gosh. were 25, you were young I'm like, well, Okay, go to class okay. yeah. <laughs> You
1: could leave you now I'm going to go cry in my room yeah. for a little bit Oh, <laughs> yes. uh,
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: Have you been cold, called old yet by any of your youth oh, kids? Oh,
0: I, I have had oh, one of my favorites. Natalie, what was it like living in the 1800s? I was like, dude, how old do you think I am? The, and this was the, the 1800s. Didn't he
1: mean the 1980s?
0: Maybe. I don't know. But he, I was like, <laughs> even Did you then, just look at me go, I still what wasn't is it around like in to the 80s either. Pretty like, dumb. <laughs> <laughs> just, you need to
1: relax. What's <laughs> it what like to ask dumb questions. I don't yes, <laughs>
0: but I have noticed that the the I remember when I was in school my mom mentioned how like the trends from when she was young were coming back so she must be old well I'm starting to see the trends from when I was young oh, coming back so wow. I think I think yeah. it's my time
1: <laughs> yeah. well now I turn on the oldies station and it's no longer 80s music now it's 90s music uh-huh. I'm like oh
0: <laughs> yep
1: my music is no longer even on the oldies station
0: classic <laughs>
1: all right we digress i I really
2: appreciated (laughs) this message because i think that we tend to maybe internalize some of those doubts and questions and probably sort of view ourselves as not being a good christian Mm -hmm. because we are doubting or we Mm -hmm. do have these questions Mm -hmm. and i liked when you gave the example of kind of like your schooling and your education because i think that so many times you know, you're like, oh, well, wh- you know, when did God? Where did you see God working in your life? And you ex, you try to think back on like this major thing, like, yeah. oh, I had cancer and I just, I, I was able to get cured, and or, or like, oh, this big thing. But sometimes it can be just the small yeah. little doors opening and closing that you're not even really paying attention to until mm-hmm. after yeah. the fact.
0: And it's so funny true. because when I was in that time. I remember having a conversation with a colleague of mine and telling her that I felt like I didn't have a testimony because I had never really struggled. Had I had I had a great upbringing. My parents were still together. You know, my sister and I fought, but nothing outside of normal sibling things. I never felt like I like went through something, and so I told her, like, I don't have a testimony, how am I supposed to do this, and now, years later, I can look back, and that was probably, like, a year or two into that process of wrestling with all of those different things that I talked about, and now I can see, like, I was in the middle of it, like, I did, and I probably did at the time, also, it doesn't have to be something major, you know, having a great family is also a testimony, but, yeah, you're right, we often think of these trials and tribulations that we have to go to in order to be a good Christian, but that's not the case.
1: Yeah, well, it is interesting that God works in just the Mm. everyday life. He doesn't just work in the big crises in our Mm -hmm. lives, although there's often work there going on. Sometimes we notice it more because it is a crisis, Mm -hmm. but there's just that great reminder that God is working in the everyday. Just when you were talking about kind of finding your path and your future, it wasn't, maybe the biggest traumatic thing was realizing you couldn't go to Mm -hmm. Kowloon. Mm-hmm. Um, but then different doors started to open and close for you and kind of led you to a place where you're pretty content. Yeah. Can I share with them what you and I talked about? Absolutely. So this is how content Natalie is <laughs> where God has led her, which I think is amazing. Uh, we have to remember that God leads us kind of right where we need to be. Um, we are in the process of looking at getting a pastor for the lakes, as I mentioned earlier. And I was listening to Natalie preach, and I was like, you know who might be really good for that position would be Natalie. Um, we would have to find a new connection coordinator and a new youth director, but we could probably find that. And, and I, so I approached her and she goes, you know what, I'm pretty in- – when well, you thought about it, yeah, you prayed about it, talked absolutely. to your husband, talked to your God about it, and uh, said you're pretty content and happy where you are.
0: Not only that, I just feel like this is still where I'm supposed to be. I don't feel – you know, the calling that I felt to this position, I don't feel that toward –
1: being the pastor. That, yeah, you know, the primary pastor of the yeah. lakes. Yeah. And that's that's fine. And here's the thing. So now I'm like, oh Natalie, <laughs> come on. Oh, right? Sorry. But no, I wasn't like that. <laughs> I said, get out of my office and I slammed the door behind her.
0: How dare you? How <laughs> dare you say no. But no, I I do think there's I mean, those nudges and those directions I, I've learned to not take those things lightly. Like yeah. I think They've pushed me to where, cause, and I think I mentioned it at the last service. I even told you like I'd be here for I don't know, year and a half to yeah, two years, cause I, I was still I still planned on leaving and being elsewhere. But you know, having I think seventeen year old Natalie would be very shocked at where I am now, but not disappointed by where I am now.
1: Yeah, yeah. if you're happy, yeah, that's a big deal. So, and I know God will open up the the doors that we need to be have opened up as long as we're smart and we we pay attention to like you said to those those kind of answers to some of our questions uh god will bring the right person to -hmm. us for the lakes and for that ministry in that in that location as well absolutely so let's talk a little bit more about about thomas so in the story of thomas we see um jesus appearing to the disciples Mm -hmm. and they're they rejoice they're they're filled with joy when they saw the Lord, and he says, hey, I love it. He always, every time he sees him, he's like, peace be with you. right? It's,
0: I wonder if that's because they were kind of freaking out for a second. Probably. Hey, <laughs>
1: calm down. Peace, right? As the Father has sent me, so I am sending you. And he breathed mm-hmm. on them. And this is very interesting. Somebody made a good point of this. He said, receive the Holy Spirit. You know, the disciples don't do much before they get the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. They're kind of wandering around, Jesus appearing to them, they're hiding behind locked doors, and it's once they get that Holy Spirit that they really start to go out and tell people about what happened. So the re- that Holy Spirit is very important. Mm-hmm. But Thomas isn't there, and they tell him, and I guess he doesn't believe because it's more than just the 11. Well, Judas is gone. It's more than just the 10. There's probably women up there, so the disciple group's a little bigger. And they're all telling him, and he's like, I'm not going to believe it unless I see it. Mm-hmm and then jesus comes and then take it from there
0: yeah so jesus comes and i i like how he's the one that starts the conversation too he already knows what thomas needs you know thomas doesn't say hey let me see your hands let me double check that he holds his hands out and he says here here's my hands here's my side go ahead do whatever you need to do to know that i am who i say i am and um, i think that's just such a beautiful representation of how god interacts with us Mm -hmm. um we had a teacher in youth group a few years ago and he was kind of talking about this and he said you know when my son was learning to walk when he would fall I didn't get mad at him like I didn't yell at him and tell him what a terrible toddler he was and Mm -hmm. how he was never gonna walk or blah 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 he's like no I would just tell him to get back up and encourage him and and God's very much the same way like we we're going to doubt and we're not gonna always do what we need to do and we're going to
1: fall spiritually we're going right. to stumble spiritually absolutely but he
0: he just kind of coaxes us back up and he's like all right try again you got it so yeah
1: yeah i like that a lot um and then you know once he does that thomas really he's like my lord mm-hmm. and my god yeah um so i you kind of get the sense he's like oh and then he really gets it yeah so
2: well i appreciate that thomas was like hey seeing is believing you know mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Yes. That's a Tommy quality right <laughs> yes, there, boy. Absolutely. The
2: and truth. I think so many people fall into that. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, I mean, that brings us kind of back to the testimony element of it is like, well, you need to look in your life to see where it yeah. has happened to believe. But I think sometimes people get hung up on seeing some sort of huge right. miracle, right. which sometimes is a small Or thing.
0: expecting something in particular like mm-hmm. oh you know should i do this or should i do that and they're waiting for like the sign that literally points in one of these directions and it's like no no you have to listen to these these smaller Subtle. little it's more mm-hmm. nuanced like Often. and mm-hmm. looking back to me now there's very glaring signs but in the moment it wasn't what i wanted to see or what i was looking for mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah.
1: So you really kind of made a, a, a wonderful point that Jesus can be trusted to mm-hmm. show up. Yeah. Uh, even in our doubts, mm-hmm. in our lives. And, you know, sometimes we miss it. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. Yeah. Um, sometimes we don't understand because sometimes it doesn't show up in ways that we want. Right. Um, or sometimes the answer isn't what we want. And so we tend to dismiss that but you had you had a really good point um, about how Jesus can be trusted and then you said how to what
0: how to trust how so, to trust
1: how do you learn to develop learn, a little bit deeper yeah, a little bit more because trust because it's not
0: always i mean that's i can give a great sermon about how God has shown up in my life but if that's not if you can't relate to that just yet or if you're in the middle of something that you know i can talk about how i didn't get to go to the college that i wanted to go to but if you are dealing with um, terminal illness or you know something that just I don't like to put weight on people's struggles, like everybody struggles differently, but you might be thinking, good for you, Natalie, that's great, but what about what I'm dealing with? Um, It's hard to trust sometimes, and so I think it's important to have these kind of practical steps that we talked about in order to learn how to build that, because it's not something that just happens. No. It's not something we just naturally do, and the people who do, because there are people in my life that I'm like, wow, I think I trust, but... Mm. you are on a whole other level but they've gone through a lot to get to that point and they've learned how to do that
1: and probably should also bring up the point that we live in a in a world right now that's not very trusting. Mm. it's like mm-hmm. we have learned we are not not only is it probably in our sinful nature to be a little distrustful mm-hmm. uh and maybe to to want you know proof for, for, of god but We are being constantly bombarded Mm -hmm. telling by media, by social media, telling us not to trust. I mean, that's just a big part of our culture right now is this encouragement to distrust people who look different, act different, are different political parties, uh, have different sexual orientation. There's just a lot of distrust that we're being encouraged to have. So it's really even more important for us to learn how to trust again.
0: Or even... We've experienced it. Mm-hmm. I mean, if,
1: mm-hmm.
0: if you grew up with a father that you couldn't trust, it might be kind of hard to trust somebody that we call our Heavenly Father. You know, right. if you grew up in a church where the church did hurt you or somebody somebody in the church hurt you, mm-hmm. it can be harder to trust God. And really so there's a lot of, of situations where people can mess up our trust. And then sometimes we internalize that a little bit and attribute that to God. Can
1: I bring... Oh, go ahead, Tony. I was going to say,
0: sometimes I think we put a lot of weight on
2: an experience that maybe wasn't a result of God, but we Mm. end end up making it to where now we can't trust him because he let this happen to me. Yes.
0: And so I think that's another... Absolutely. And it was
1: probably just a person being dumb or a person being very human or sinful. a Mm -hmm.
0: seemingly unanswered prayer. Mm -hmm. You know, if you pray for somebody to get better and they don't... Mm -hmm. You know, we we can have the spiritual discussion of, well, it's still an answered prayer because now they're healed. But when you lose that person, that doesn't matter. You wanted them yeah. to be healed mm-hmm, here, yeah. and so yeah, it can feel like you can't trust God.
1: And I want to go. I want to. I want. We're going to come back because I want Natalie to really to get to this, uh, uh, learning how to trust some mm-hmm. practical steps. But there's this. Uh, you've heard me talk about Nadia Bulls Weber, mm-hmm. and she talks about this a lot. And um, uh, and I won't spend a lot of time with this, but there is a TV show called Ted Lasso, and there is this character on it by the name of Nate. And Nate has grown up learning he can't trust his father Mm -hmm. to treat him well. Mm -hmm. And so when Ted Lasso comes along, Ted's like a surrogate father and he helps and and Nate blossoms, he like, grows under this love and attention of Ted Lasso, but only to a certain point, because this is is important. To learn to trust and, and to be healed from the things that have hurt us in our lives, Human, worldly solutions only will get you so far. And that's when you have to do the work of going deep in your faith and letting God heal you from the inside out. Because if you have a bad father and you find somebody, a father figure who treats you better... Well, that'll help you feel better until that person messes up. And inevitably, they will because people are human and they will let you down. And what often happens is and you're like, well, see, now I really can't trust right. anybody because here was this person who made me feel better for a while, but now I find out they're human and sinful and they kind of let me down. And your distrust your, your even just goes deeper. Human solutions, like if you've been hurt in a church, mm-hmm. and now you find a church that's better. And their people treat you well and they're kind until somebody doesn't, right? Somebody says something or the pastor has a bad sermon, or is busy and treats you rudely.
0: And it doesn't even have mm-hmm. to be as big as like that initial hurt, but just something little, and you're like, oh,
1: yeah, there See, it is. There it is again. Yep. Yeah, I can't trust him. Yep. You can't. There is no substitute for mm-hmm. the trust that you find in your faith and through Christ. Mm-hmm. They'll these human things, will these worldly things, will get you a little ways, and they're mm-hmm. good places. You want to end in a good church. You want to find good father figures. But then you have to do the work, and mm-hmm. you have to quit. Blaming the you know other people for the hurts if you haven't done the work to try to heal the hurts what is it you can tell a lot by the way somebody handles disappointment and pain does it transfer them or transform them or do they transfer that in other words do they pass that pain on to others or do they let it get inside and make them deeper stronger better but anyway yeah. so if it's that important that we learn to trust Jesus at a deeper level. Tell us some ways we can do that.
0: Absolutely. Um, the first thing that we talked about was being honest with your questions, and we talked about that a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, I mentioned a podcast that I was listening to. Um, it was the uh, it's a youth ministry podcast. The name is escaping me right now, but it was wonderful because they were talking about doubts and questions, and he said it, it's not doubts and questions that are the enemy of faith. It's unexpressed doubts and questions. It's when um, it's when that student is sitting there, thinking that. Okay, I don't know if I believe this, but everybody else in this room seems to. So I must be the only one. This must mm-hmm. not be for me. Mm-hmm. And if we, if we hide the fact that we have doubts and questions, and if we put on this show, basically, that we have it all figured out, there are going to be people that know that they don't. It's kind of like Instagram. Like y- what people put on their social media is what they want you to see. But you can start to feel self-conscious because you know that that's not what your life looks like. That's not what their life looks like either. That's just what they're showing you. And so when we think that, oh, I must be the only one questioning God right now, you start to feel like an other and and kind of see yourself out the door.
2: Well, your external expression of faith doesn't need to be a highlight reel. Yes. You can have the hard and the messy and the questions and the doubts too because it probably will grow your faith and help someone else to grow.
0: Absolutely. I think some of the most meaningful like Bible study or small group sessions are the ones where somebody's like, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Like That can, doesn't make sense. Can we talk about that some more? Not just the pretty flowery answers. Because, yeah, we can have those sometimes. Sometimes we have great answers to questions, but other times we just don't get it. And I think the most meaningful conversations about faith come out of those, I don't know about that, or... I don't understand how this works. Kind mm. of conversations. That's really good. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So you got to be honest about your questions and just yes. just go to God and it's, and it's okay. God, like God can't handle and God doesn't know them right. already anyway. <laughs> he already you know, knows he already that you're, know you're having him. these doubts
0: and questions. So why don't He's you, you say them? Why don't you express yeah.
1: them out loud or in prayer mm-hmm. and, and just get them out there. Let and then let God and that Holy Spirit kind of work.
0: Yeah. And sometimes too Sometimes it's like when you say it. Just like in conversations with other people, sometimes when you get something off your chest, it's like, oh, or like you kind of have this aha moment. Mm -hmm. The same thing happens in prayer. Like you Mm -hmm. can come to God with a question. There's been many times I come to God with a question. I'm like, that was really dumb. Um, I get it now. Okay. I see what's going on. Forget it. Just never mind. So, yeah, I think, yeah, he could certainly handle it. The second point was remember what God has already done. Um, So. For me, it's looking back at my life, and I. It, it's funny that, I'm. That was a a God moment that people related to my story or felt like that was important because I went back and forth. There were several different things that I could talk about, um, because I I needed a story talking about when I trusted in God. I wasn't necessarily trusting in God in the story that I told. It wasn't until afterwards mm. that I did. Kind of
1: look back. Mm-hmm.
0: But but I still, I don't know. I felt like that was the story that I was supposed to tell. But I had tons of things, you know, during COVID, there was a lot of things that we had gone through that because of what I knew, I was able to trust in God in that moment. And I saw him showing up over and over again. Um, you know, and there's been things in my in my career or in my life. But I, I ended up going with with that story. And I'm glad I did because... Remembering that, that is how I know I can trust in God is because I remember what He has already done before. Um, That's
1: good. And
0: also what He's done in the lives of other people. Like, I've had conversations Mm, with others, mm -hmm. and they've told me how God has shown up in their lives. Like, I don't hear an audible voice. We talk about hearing from God. I don't hear an audible voice. Some people hear him in nature. Some people hear him. him...
1: You don't hear Morgan Freeman. I don't hear Morgan
0: Freeman or Dave, surprisingly (laughs) enough. Um, (laughs) But I, I hear God from other people and listening to other people's stories and, and talking to other people. And that's where I can see God working. Um, And so remembering what he has already done just helps us to build our trust more, knowing that he's shown up before Mm
1: -hmm.
0: he got us through that. Like he's certainly going to get us through this. And I think the longer
1: you live. The, kind of the more experience you have but it's funny because you can you know you can be as old as 30 <laughs> uh and still and still forget mm-hmm. even after god has has showed up in your life again and again oh, you yeah. can you know it, we're just human nature where we start to have those doubts and i, I call it don't get spiritual amnesia mm. right remember the way god has showed up for you in the past that's really good yeah okay
0: and the last one is to practice trusting
1: ah um, say a little bit more about that yeah
0: it, it's no matter, like you said, no matter how many times you've gone through it, I can say, yes, COVID, there were times that I trusted God. There were a lot of times that I did not think things were going to work out mm-hmm. until mm-hmm. they did. Yeah. Um, and so, it, and every time that happened, it was like another reminder, like, okay, I, this is what I need to work on because... And I, I, there, were, there were three statements that I made. One is, God, I trust you. And sometimes you can be in a situation and confidently say, God, I trust you. I know you're in control. I know you have this covered. There are some times that instead you need to say, God, I'm trying to trust you. Mm-hmm. I know you've shown up before, but this is really hard right now. And sometimes we just need to pray, God, help me trust you.
1: Mm-hmm. Help Cause, me. Because right now I'm really struggling yes, too. Yes, mm-hmm. because
0: I am not feeling it. It is not happening for me right now. I need you to help me trust you. And so mm-hmm. just, and it's, it's a, you have to practice it because no matter how many times you've done it before, there will be a situation that comes up where you need to be reminded of that. Um,
1: so God, I trust you. Yeah. God, help me trust you.
0: Mm-hmm. And God, I'm trying to trust you. And God mm-hmm. is,
1: I don't trust you right now. So I need a little bit of help yep. here. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. All right. That's, that's good guys. I hope because I, I know that some of the people that are tuning in here, I would say hi to Connie. Hi, uh, trusting, Connie. Trust is a... Oh, oh, you know, trust in a, in a sharing small group. Mm. Yeah, small group is very important, yeah. I Because God works through people. Thank you for that, Absolutely. Connie. But I know there's some people here that are tuning in with us and they've got stuff going on in their lives. And, mm. and I've had conversations with a couple of them and they struggle to trust, yeah. right? And, and I get it. I, I think we all do. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 Trust the Lord with all your heart and do not depend on your own understanding. And I think that's where people stumble sometimes. I was going to
0: say, I think it's the second part of that that's even harder than the first. <laughs> is to not depend on your own understanding. Because we want to be in control. We want to feel like we have it. T- but, yeah, that's hard. <laughs> kind of goes back
1: to that My where, where Jesus says, or Paul writes about God saying, My power is made strong in, in your, your weakness. weakness. Yes. It's like when we get... When but we, we don't, don't understand, like to admit I know, that we're weak. <laughs> I know, or that we don't understand yeah. something, and if we don't, I, I told you, I got a sister-in-law, and she, uh, she will not. Her, it, this could have changed. This was years ago. She said, "I just won't believe in God because I don't understand why bad things happen to mm-hmm. good people." It's like, "So you, because you don't understand this aspect of the way God works in the world, mm-hmm. you know, bad things happening to good people, you don't believe?" Yeah, it sounds like she's trying to lean pretty hard in her own understanding. But yeah. anyway, and then it says, "Seek His will." Seek God's will in all you do, and God will show you which path to take. So, um, I think that's I think that's so important, guys. And I I really like this message. Um, and next week, Scott Pastor Scott is going to be wrapping up the sermon series, mm-hmm. and um, I think he's going to have a good one. It's going to be it's going to be a challenging one. It I is. Think. I'm, I'm excited it. for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Same here. And then Tommy, you know. Uh, in two weeks, we're starting a new sermon series. Tell yes. us about it. Mm.
2: Yes, it's called the um, Contentment Commandments.
1: <laughs> the Ten Commandments about contentment from the yes. Bible. Um, the contentment. We're so witty. Content. We stole that actually from somebody <laughs> from another church. I'd like to say we came up with that, but no, we we stole That's the no. idea from another church. But the Contentment Commandments, and we hope that you will continue to tune in, and that you'll share with us. Uh, make sure that you like us. Have your friends like us because. We want to make sure that we get the good news of Christ out to as many people as we can. And one of the ways we do it these days is through um, online media, through podcasts, and of course through our Good News at Noons and our Deeper. And I just want to close this with a word of prayer. Let's pray. Gracious Lord, when things happen in our lives, we definitely want to make sure that we trust in you. Uh, And it's not always easy, but just, and and it's human to have doubts, just like Thomas did. Thank you for showing us just giving us your word that shows us it's okay to have questions it's okay to have doubts you don't judge us for it you don't condemn us for it uh you help us through it and you help us lead us into that deeper faith and sometimes we need to just be honest about those questions never forget the ways that you have worked in our lives in the past and and just trust and practice that trust that you will continue to work in our lives even when it's not easy um and so Lord, just give us the wisdom and the strength to do that. And we have a couple of special concerns that we want to pray. Uh, today we want to definitely lift up Dave and just ask that you would give Dave healing and strength. Um, just get him out of the hospital as soon as possible. Help the doctors and nurses to find out what might have caused a heart attack and be able to treat it well. And then, of course, for Jan and all the other family they are so worried about him, and just give them that peace of mind and, and help them to trust in you that you are a part of this whole process, that you have got them in your hands. Um, sometimes, like I said, the answer isn't always what we want, but the promise that you will be there for us and you will take care of us uh, in this world and in the next is always for, there for us as well. So help Jan and her family trust in you. Help Dave to put himself in your care. And for anybody else who might have some other prayers. We just pray that you would be with those that are on our hearts. That Maybe we haven't said out loud, but they're there. You hear those prayers in our hearts as well. And um, we just pray this all in Jesus' most holy name. Amen. 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 Guys, once again, thank you for joining us for deeper Good News at Noon, the Wednesday edition. We love you guys. Have a good day. Bye. Bye.
2: (laughs) Thanks again, everyone,
1: for joining us for this episode of Good News from Good Sam. We ask that you would join us again for our next podcast as we continue to go deeper. And remember to
0: subscribe to the show where you listen to podcasts so that you don't miss an episode. And again, I'm Pastor Scott.
1: And I'm Pastor Don.
0: Thanks for listening, and we just hope you have a
1: great day. Amen.